0: One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens.
2: They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello.
3: Hello.
2: Welcome to two old queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark,
3: I am so excited about our guest this week.
2: Please let everyone know who's joining us.
3: He's a writer, actor, director, whose work you've seen on NBC, Netflix, Hulu, Comedy Central, and he co-wrote and co-starred in a segment of the movie Scare Package, which you can see on Shudder, is Frank Garcia Hale. Yay. Hello. Whoa. <laughs> uh,
4: Coming in hot.
3: Almost as if you skydived in.
4: That's true. <laughs>
3: Rick, are you a fan of uh the beach? Do you do yeah, the
4: beach only recently? Have I become a fan Ooh. of it? Uh, I was not a fan of it growing up, I was an indoor kid and uh, like very gothy like angry, you know, being like, I'm not going, that's stupid. And I the lost
3: boys were <laughs> goss at the beach,
4: yeah that's true. And that's you know one why I'm of my mad at you movies. about this, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies too, is lost boys. So, I Uh, I, I, for a long time too, I I just didn't swim, Uh, not to get into it. Traumatic experience (laughs) happened to me. Uh, I was bullied in school and so it kept me from doing it, but I ended up getting back into swimming, but I was like pools only. And then just recently, because moving to LA the past four years, I was like, Hey, actually the beach is nice. And it's, uh, it's actually a nice distraction. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually good. (laughs) I actually really enjoy it now. Do you go in the water? Do you, will you swim yeah. in the ocean? You will. Yeah, I mean not swim in the ocean, but I go in the water.
3: You don't like swim I like. I have to be in like. I'll. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, but it is scary. But it's fun. But it's scary. Are people
2: pushing you to do it? I'm pushing myself. Gotcha. Go, Mark.
4: Go. Yeah. There, yeah. I-
2: you came out here. Now do it.
4: Do it, Mark. <laughs> I just like I don't. I'm not as good of. I'm not that great of a swimmer, so I don't Ah. have the bravery to. I I get very overwhelmed. The ocean terrifies me in general, as far as like what lies beneath it, like what lives inside of it, and all the that the fact that people are always thinking about space, but there are parts of the ocean (laughs) we don't know about. So that terrifies me. That is
2: really the final.
3: Sure, it's just seaweed caressing your ankle. Sure, (laughs) how do we know though? How do we know?
4: <laughs> uh, so I I, I not, I don't like to swim uh, in the ocean, but I like to like kind of like go out to the waves and, you know, just be one very I, hippy-dippy. Be humbled by nature.
3: Isn't it nice, though? Yeah. I was just it talking is. about this
4: today with somebody.
3: It's like it's the one thing. I'm sure there's more than one, but it's one of the <laughs> things that every human has always done. Like ever since there's been humans, we've been swimming in the ocean. And there's yeah. something nice about that. There's something primal. It's a primal like, uh, recreational activity.
4: Yeah. I also <laughs> did mushrooms once and looked out to the ocean and it was a very profound experience for me.
3: Yeah. Oh really? A, you did know. you have a takeaway? Anything else? <laughs> uh like to share? yes,
4: I did. I well, it was in tandem with another. <laughs> mushroom trip I had in Georgia
3: seeing a pattern
4: okay okay in a field (laughs) yeah uh, I don't do it that often but enough but I had like realized like oh yeah we're we're part of this like of course like everybody on a mushroom trip is very basic but just saying like oh we're part of this earth and this is only like one stop and when we're we pass on we become part of earth and then we become part of the stars and the space like it's all we all like it's like we're recycled constantly but it's all like we're all one
3: most people have to yeah. watch the movie Babble to get that insight, but not you. <laughs> you. There you go. Double mushrooms. <laughs> now, John, you yeah. don't like the beach. That's right. I don't like direct sunlight, is the problem. But I don't like, like the beach. So you like itself. the beach?
2: The beach I'm fine with. I mean, I also, you're fine with it. I'm fine with the beach. Growing <laughs> up, we I lived, I grew up in New Jersey near the shore. And my grandparents were members of this beach club. So it was like a private beach that we got to go to. But all the other kids my age were, me. were sort of very bratty. <laughs> I know it's very. it was very fancy. Bruce Springsteen also was a member of our beach club. Um, but, wow.
3: <laughs> that does not, that seems like a type so so. for him. Seems like a sellout. The no, boss I mean, is he a has member to. of an
2: exclusive beach club? You can't just go to a public beach. Are you kidding me? Come on
3: wear hat and sunglasses no one knows (laughs) unless he's wearing like jeans with like a handkerchief in the back still the
4: back right right can I get you a drink John
3: (laughs) well
2: yes Mr. Springsteen (laughs) yeah so I just I don't know I just don't like my my childhood experiences going to the beach were not fun or enjoyable also I I am incredibly pale (laughs) I get sunburned very easily and uh, exhausted and overheated so you know overall I avoid the beach so not a fan is what I'm hearing that is correct not a fan. brutal Yeah, (laughs) I take. Sorry. Sorry, beach. Uh, I'm sure you'll be
3: fine. (laughs) What about like beach at night? You guys ever gone to the beach at night? Had a bonfire, perhaps? Yeah,
2: never done that. But I've been at night. That's nicer. There's no pressure to go in the water. It's not so much sun. It's just sort of like chill, hang out. So, yeah, beach at night, pro. (laughs) Daytime beach, nay.
3: Frank, where did you grow up? uh, Was it Georgia? No, I grew up in Texas. Oh, Gulf of Mexico?
4: (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, I was born in Houston, but I lived primarily like south of Dallas in a very small uh, Texas town called Ennis, Ennis, Texas. And if you've ever watched Friday Night Lights or Varsity Blues, it's very much that environment. (laughs) So you know why I moved all the way the fuck to New York. (laughs) So you were a goth in like a football
3: town? Yeah. Was there a big, was there a good goth
4: community? Oh, no, because like small town Texas goth, with, without access to like real goth music kind of you know like it, sure. it, it we were like if you're not old enough to go to Dallas to the actual goth clubs or anything like that it it's like the third or fourth tier goth where it's like you're listening to like basically new metal or like kind of like Puddle metal it, it, not so much of that <laughs> but <laughs> The cult. Uh, Yeah, the cults like that kind of like started, but that was a little bit closer after the fact when you listen to these other bands that were adjacent and they're like, oh, I like these bands like Sisters of Mercy or whatever. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, and then you start to get into it and then you realize the Cure has earlier albums that are super dark and then you get really into the cure and, you know, you start painting your nails and it's just like uh, it's it's a whole. And so it doesn't really fly. Uh, but in, in some a, ways that's like better
3: that. cuz in Sa- I grew up in San Jose where we had goths but like who cares you know what i mean like San Jose <laughs> yeah. like had a bunch of everybody it was like pretty <laughs> accepting so like you weren't actually like striking a pose against anybody
4: Yeah but it was i wasn't like full on like full blown goth it was like like alternative like indie like goth kid you know what i mean like it was no. like my my every week would be a different kind of fashion choice depending on what band i was in that week
2: (laughs) ah it's too bad you did not have an instagram account back then is what i'm hearing i am thrilled
4: (laughs) that social media did not exist i mean like when i was in high school it just started like the internet uh we had dial up like i think my senior year is when we got the internet and i was like on message boards and stuff but like i am so happy I was a very moody, I mean, I still am a moody person, but, like, I was a very moody teenager. Uh, And I had, yeah, I'm thrilled.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, speaking of a time before Instagram. Okay. Perhaps the early 90s.
2: Maybe. Mm -hmm.
3: Today, we're talking about a film pre-internet called Point Break. John, what's the deal with Point Break?
2: Mark, let me tell you the deal with Point Break. It was directed by Catherine Bigelow, written by Peter Iliff. Uh, The film's title refers to the surfing term Point Break, where a wave breaks as it hits a point of land jutting out from the coastline. So that's where that comes from. And after a string of bizarre bank robberies in Southern California, federal agent Johnny Utah infiltrates a suspected gang. But this is no ordinary group of robbers. They're surfers, led by the charismatic Bodie. But when Utah falls in love with a female surfer who's close to the gang, it complicates his sense of duty. It stars Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, Lori Petty, and Gary Busey. It was released on July 12, 1991, and went on to make $83.5 million off a budget of $24 million. Roger Ebert gave the film three and a half stars, writing, Bigelow is interested in the ways her characters live dangerously for philosophical reasons. They aren't men of action, but men of thought who choose action as a way of expressing their beliefs. Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly gave the film a C+, plus and wrote, Point Break makes those of us who don't spend our lives searching for the ultimate physical rush feel like second-class citizens. And Rolling Stone called Point Break the greatest female gaze action movie ever, uh, citing the bodies of, of Reeves and Swayze, calling it a wet Western. And in 2015, there was a remake of the film also titled Point Break was released, but received mostly negative reviews. And that is the deal
3: with Point Break. So Frank, we asked you to pick a movie, and you chose Point Break.
4: Why Point Break? Uh, I was one of my favorite movies, or it is one of my favorite movies uh, growing up, and uh, it, it it just it's it's an action movie without being fully action. It doesn't feel like I think because of like what that just said, the female gaze that it kind of like it still has those kind of bro action elements, but it's done in like, again, like a philosophical way. And I felt like that spoke to me more because like one of my other favorite films of hers is Near Dark, which is a mm. vampire uh, movie. And it kind of has that same feeling to it where it's like, it takes a like a kind of macho genre, but then it gives it, you know, a little bit of a female edge that I I, I personally like a lot. Um, I don't know if I'm explaining that well. I'm not at all. (laughs) Great job. Yeah. But yeah, it's just one of those movies that I've just always loved. It it just was, it's always, it's fun. Uh, And also like, it's one of my wife's favorite movies too, you know? So Will you be disappointed
3: if your child like hates Point Break? Like, is that that the act of rebellion?
4: (laughs) No, they prefer the remake. I am setting myself up just to be like she's not going to like anything that I like. (laughs) I'm just I'm prepared for it. How many times have you seen it? Do you think? I probably watch it at least two or three times a year. Wow! Around any
2: particular holiday or
4: no? I think it's just kind of like whenever just like it's like one trying. of those movies that just kind of like if I just am in the mood for it, I think oh, I'm think I'm gonna watch this. Oh.
2: Great. Put aside a few hours for point bread. Nice.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's something I always forget though, that it's two hours. And I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> yeah, I'm high right now. I'm about to fall asleep. I don't know if <laughs> oh boy, it's <laughs> gonna work and out. And it's so transportive, the
3: like synthy music is like so chill
4: yeah. too. Yeah.
3: Uh John, what's your
2: History with Point Break. I had not seen it before yesterday. I, of course, wow. had heard it and knew somewhat. It somewhat has a jokey reputation, but also sort of like has like a decent reputation. And I knew of it because there was a in many years ago in New York, some people did a show called Point Break Live, where yeah. um, which I didn't see, but I heard tell of it. Where whoever played the Cano Reese part was someone picked from the audience to play his part every night. So it was a different
4: actor each night in that role. Yeah. Was sort of the gimmick. I, I audition. I auditioned for the Gary Busey role uh, oh, when that was. That's a great part.
2: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But so last time was the first time I saw it. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. Wow. So ridiculous. I like <laughs> all, everything that was ridiculous about it was was like, yes, that criticism or that that comment is correct. And yet. I'm so on board. It's so ridiculous. It's so absurd. It looks beautiful. The action sequences are great. That chase sequence, I was, first of all, I was like, I can't believe this is still going on. And it was like, not even halfway through that chase sequence. <laughs> the foot chase was, one, like that one? The foot one, yeah, where they're just running through every backyard they had access yeah, to. all the doors. <laughs> um, I thought the action sequences all look great. I thought it was like a little long and it sort of ends four or five times. But overall, uh, even what was absurd about it, I thought was fun. Um, So I this is a movie I definitely I don't know if I'll watch it three times a year here on out, but I definitely will be watching (laughs) it again. To kick off summer, maybe.
3: Maybe. Yeah. How about you, Mark? What is your history with Point Break? I remember it uh, being out and I remember at the time it came out like everyone was like, oh my God, the skydiving scene. We've never seen skydiving like this before <laughs> and even just that shot. What does he say when he before he jumps out of the plane like uh, not you. Adios I'm Amigos or for, something Adios like that. Amigos, something yeah, yeah. like that. I remember that shot specifically. It was like burned in my brain. Like, he really jumped out the plane. Patrick Swayze <laughs> way before Tom Cruise ever did such a thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I probably hadn't seen it in 20 years and I thought like, oh, I put it on like a Sunday afternoon at four. It's warm out this is gonna be I might be sleepy, but sure. I wasn't. I was enthralled the entire time. <laughs> it's so fun. The action scenes are great. I love that it's all about this weird psychosexual romance between yeah. Bodie and Johnny Utah. It's all about their like yeah, power, sub, dom, dominant who's in control. <laughs> uh, so all that is great. And like Lori Petty's always a welcome presence, she's always yeah. fun. Yeah, and I wish Catherine Bigelow would go back to doing just straight ahead action movies. Now she's doing done like political thrillers, but I wish she would yeah. just do another like straight ahead like action movie again because she's so good at them.
4: Yeah. yeah. And anytime it, it gets into political thriller territory, I get a little nervous because I'm like, what are your politics exactly? Anytime, <laughs> you know, like right. I, I like always hope that it's like uh please don't turn out to be conservative or weird, you <laughs> right. know. Like- <laughs>
3: right. Oh, uh, written by John Millius. That can't be oh, good. No. Um <laughs> Well, Frank, as you may or may not know, but I suspect you do. We are looking for the gayest movies ever. And we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, you are going to come up with a category and it will be added Added to to the the wheel. wheel. Do you know what that means? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Anyways, it'll make (laughs) sense when we get to it. Anyways, this is our current top five gayest movies ever. This is the current top five. In fifth place with an 89.03%, The Wizard of Oz. In fourth with an 89.70%, The Apple. In third place with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. In second place with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one with a 94.83%, Female Trouble. And I will say maybe the top ranked pure action movie uh-huh say conan the barbarian is like an action movie i guess so right i guess so it's like a fantasy action it's like a 81 yeah. 81 point73 in ninth place okay
2: so and frank Lost boy's
3: ha- action at the beach ish horror action 85 point19 at seventh place okay mm-hmm.
2: so frank if you had to guess now how well do you think point break is gonna do uh not too great <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> i I mean, like, I think, I think it'll do okay. I think there are some categories. I am a fan of this podcast. and I think that there are some categories it'll score well in, but for the most part, I don't think it'll crack. I don't think it'll crack the top 10. I'm trying to remember how many episodes you have, but like, I don't think it'll <laughs> probably crack maybe even the top 20. All right. All Top right, 20 well, is we'll Mulholland
3: and Drive is number 20 with a 74.80 right now. Great episode,
4: too, by the way. <laughs> I really <laughs> Thank love that you. one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Let's there's only one way to find out, and it's that's to find really out. Way. Forward. Um, forward <laughs> is the only way. You, we sound just like Bodie. Um so the first group of categories are the canon categories. So for each of these, we're all going to give it a score between zero and a hundred, then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So The first category, Frank, how would you score point break on a scale of zero to hundred in actual gay characters?
4: I very low. I would say probably like actually gay characters. It's implied at one point that the lady who's running the computer was like where she commented on Lori Petty's character. Oh (laughs) right. And so like that's it's only implied. So I would say maybe a 10.
3: But what about? Johnny and Bodie, like they have a whole like well, psychosexual homoerotic
4: well, then that uh, is energy like an 80, yeah that is an 80 I think I think like an 80 or 90 but I I, I thought you meant like actual gay characters kind of <laughs> right that right is now, what we said
3: so it it's, is what yeah. we said but I just, <laughs> I just feel wrong. like we that. would be remiss not to mention how the whole thing is about you know Johnny pursuing Bodie, but then at the yeah. flips and then Bodie's pursuing him and it's all about who's gonna like dominate the other at the end
4: yeah. As far as intention goes, I mean, like as or the, the themes, the underlying themes, that's definitely, I would say like an, an 80 or 90, I'm gonna go with 90 for that. <laughs> and I convinced you to go from oh, wow. 10 to 90. Well, wow. because yeah, because if you're talking about the the underlying themes and that's t- completely different than, you know, actually mm-hmm. having representation on screen, you know?
2: Sure. I mean, I think, I think wow. if it were made now, Probably everyone would just call, call themselves pansexual.
3: I mean, it was made seven right. years ago, and they did nothing like that. So I, I do not trust Hollywood to do really, right they that now. I think <laughs> no, if Catherine no, no, no. Bigelow
2: made it now, then that's what it would. Then that's what would happen. Maybe
3: it'd probably be about like a drug cartel, like connected to a congressman.
4: You know, it'd be right? High level right. thing. <laughs> and then all that Too many things would just be completely removed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think their car- character I mean, I think. I'm not gonna give it 90, but I think there's definitely like gayness is is there. It's sort of in the water as it were in the ocean. Churning. But no one really, really comes out. Although also I think we could say that Lori Petty, there's something very, like they made her very gender neutral. Yeah. I'll go 65.
3: 65. You guys are all nuts. I'm giving it a 50. Uh, <laughs> well, because then now you got me in my head. Oh, good. Like, like, yeah, no. first, that's <laughs> where he wants <laughs> you. That's exactly where he wants you. No, you're to. doing great. And remember, none of this matters. Um given an average of 68.33. Pretty good, but also it is point break, you know? Does that a compelling well, argument? What does that not mean? I, I, I said, not understand what that argument is. I mean, I think when you people think Point Break, they do. It's almost as if the volleyball scene from Top Gun was an entire movie. All right. Our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Point Break and come away with a whole book of ideas? A lot of wetsuits. I think because yeah. of the wetsuits, one thing I was thinking
2: is like a drag queen who maybe had a train that could flip up and be like a wave coming over them. Oh, the waves! would be really oh, fun.
3: That,
2: that would, would be crush. a fun look.
3: <laughs> would definitely. The- The ex president's theme too. I think so. Masks, sure. Yeah. I was really intrigued by at one point Lori Petty wears this like baby blue velvet cocktail dress.
4: Yeah, at the beach, right? For the beach party, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
3: That is not what all of us all the whole movie she's been pretty like tomboyish wearing like you know t shirts and like right. But now she's wearing a cocktail dress that
4: came out of nowhere
3: (laughs) but i think she was probably wearing like boots or was barefoot or something you know dressing it down sure sure
4: yeah uh maybe even world war child's gang a little bit (laughs) yeah (laughs) war child
3: (laughs) but there's not a ton of like crazy like look it all looks pretty much like yeah that's what people were wearing at the beach in the time right yeah I think I had some of Gary Busey's shirts, like with those weird, like patterns, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think he I had, had the like. most
2: 1991 t shirt ever, that weird aqua colored one that had different. <laughs> that was insane. That was such a time capsule. Like that, like that fashion did not evolve. It stayed in that moment and went nowhere.
3: But I feel it's back now.
2: Perhaps. I think Amongst the youth. Yeah. yeah. Amongst the youth. <laughs>
3: Not in ironically. This no. Yeah. <laughs> well, people our age aren't bringing back anything, John. hate <laughs> to it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At best, they're taking it out of the closet. But yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> uh, so what do you want to give
3: this for drag queen inspiration?
4: I'm going to go. <laughs> now I'm in my head. 30 percent. 30. No, I think that's fine. Yeah. yeah 30. Yeah,
3: I was going to go 33. 33 uh all yeah, go 30 as well given an average of 31 which is about 12 points higher than i now pronounce you chuck and larry not bad <laughs> okay all right next category gay icons are there any gay icons in this movie I mean, there's no a
2: hundred percent, but you no. got like Lori Petty, League of Her Own, Tank, Tank Girl, Tank Girl. You got Patrick Swayze with the Two Wong Fu and the Dirty Dancing of it all. The Ghost, the Ghost, go- the-, the Ghost, yes, the Ghost, <laughs> the Ghost. Who? What else? do we think?
3: Um, uh, was it James LeGrosse and something? Uh, oh, he's in uh, a Cowboy, right? Um, you got Lee Turgeson who's in Oz. It's true.
4: Right. Catherine
3: Bigelow, she was married to uh, James Cameron, and inspired that uh, the gay joke by uh, oh. uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. What was that joke? Something about if any woman knows about like being with an asshole. It's Catherine Bigelow. I am not doing. It. Just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it exactly, so it won't be funny. Okay, great. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, but there's no like. Ma- I mean, like Keanu Reeves also for uh, my own private Idaho. Like they've sure. got some. But Anthony them, Kiedis?
3: Like, were uh, red hot chili peppers a big deal in New Jersey. I feel like they probably weren't.
2: They were, I don't think they were as big as probably California. I mean, they are Cal- yeah, California California causation. Exactly. But they were a big deal. They're band. kind of broey.
3: They were, but they also were like homoerotic. I mean, they were like the True. socks Sox. over their dicks. Mm-hmm. The socks
4: right under the and bridge yeah, yeah Bloods, sugar sex magic era where sure. they're uh like give it away like that video yeah yeah a lot mm-hmm. of thrusting crotches yeah i
3: always watch their i never listened to their music but when their videos came on i'm like oh there's going to be like uh half naked guys i'll watch this yeah right put it on who look on, who put on play playing erasure look a little trashy perfect yeah. <laughs> yeah so what do you want to give this for gay icons uh
4: i'll give this uh i think i might go 40.
3: 40. Unfortunately, yeah. Oh, there is a song by Concrete Blonde. Right.
4: And sure.
3: Joey, they have a whole album about vampires. Right. Oh, Joey's in this movie? No, the, the I'm just hear- saying they also have the song Joey, which is oh. from an album called Blood Lady, <laughs> which is all about vampires. Did you okay. not follow my train of thought?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed a step, but I think you caught me pack, caught me caught up, but that's okay.
3: I'll give this a 27. Public Image Limited, they're kind of gay. Kinda. <laughs> kinda. LA Guns, not gay. Not at all. No. Not at all. Okay. Guns, no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh 27. <laughs> I'll give it a, you know what, a 30. Patrick Swayze. Who doesn't like Patrick <laughs> <dance>. Swayze? Roadhouse. <laughs> um, he's always playing like the philosoph- uh philosophical badass. Yeah. Who's the new philosophical? Is there one? I feel like we don't have action stars like this anymore.
4: Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, right. there,
2: there's something very McConaughey about his performance. I thought, like, he would be, uh he would have replaced him for the tour, as it were. Right. But McConaughey's, like, too
3: jokey. Like, he does I I believe doesn't it. doesn't do a lot of action stuff. Right. But I also believe, like, Patrick Swayze, when he says, like, the, like that he is, like, spiritual. You know, you believe that. McConaughey feels like he wants to sell you, like, an, a Cyberry, like, drink or something. I don't trust him. It feels too, like, <laughs> or capitalist like town or car. something. Yeah. Right.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of a spiritual action star. Maybe Keanu Reeves has become that. I think. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I think so. Well, it got a 32.33 in gay icons. (laughs) All All right. right. Our next, which is nine points lower than Eat, Pray, Love. You know, Julia (laughs) Roberts. Yeah. All right. Our next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? I mean, it's pretty horny. It's pretty constant. Yeah. Keanu Reeves in a black shirt in the rain.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: All the wetsuits. So many great looking butts. All the times they just had no shirt on. There's a lot of that. Everyone looks hot. You see Keanu naked in bed. Yeah, that's
2: right. Very fun. That was that was a very that must have been a fun dance set.
3: Even when the guy's like uh skydiving, like his shirt goes up and you see his like abs. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is wild. <laughs> we get it. We're they're giving us like uh hot dudes and all the elements. That's a real true. cornucopia. Hornucopia.
4: Uh we're trading. Think luck, about yeah. it. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mailing it to uh myself. It's uh it's gonna it's gonna work. Thank you.
3: Mm-hmm. Also, there's a whole point about like the incriminating like butt. The incriminating Tam line tan line, like oh, that's a right. plot mm-hmm. elements. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fun. Thank you, catherine Bigelow. She gets
2: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
4: I feel like John McTiernan like, wouldn't do that. I feel like, yeah, this is just I think it's horny for all for me. So I think like uh because you have that weird scene where the the lady who's like uh naked and uh in the then. <laughs> just the yeah, I
3: <laughs> we'll get to her in a second. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: Um but yeah, definitely.
3: And so we want to give this for the male. There's also like a shot of a bear chest when they're like getting ready for that first robbery.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. Apropos. I guess letting you know, like, these are surfers. <laughs> With a chest like that, he's got to be a surfer.
4: <laughs> the, the way that they put those like elements together of, especially when she's like, it looks like you've seen a ghost. And then her being <laughs> like, like, well, him being like, wait a minute. Thinking about what... <laughs> That's, that's how he puts it together. Like, these are the people. I would right. say
3: and they have to remind you by showing the flashback to so like they're exactly. like ghosts.
4: <laughs> Somebody <laughs> at the studio was definitely like you gotta put that in because I didn't remember.
3: I don't know. People aren't gonna We're get to lose people. Yeah. <laughs> you think he does it uh, anytime anyone mentioned a ghost later on? Like, have you seen Ghostbusters? <gasps> you know, it <like, laughs> just like triggers him. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um Uh, i guess are we giving a rating or give it a rating
3: for the male gaze
4: i would say 80. 80.
3: i'm gonna go 84. 84. i mean i think it's pretty dang high i think it's even higher than it's one of the highest we've had maybe since the beastmaster so i think it's even more than the beastmaster i think it's done with like intention so you I'm going to that's it,
2: intentional on the Beastmaster. No,
3: no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> she does more. It's not just they happen to be wearing a loincloth, but the way it's like shot is like you could tell. Sure. As opposed to just a wardrobe choice. So I'm going to give it a 90. Giving it right. an 85, which is indeed one point lower than the Beastmaster. John gave a 93 <laughs> to the Beastmaster. Tells you how off he is. Yep. I'm just having fun, John. Relax. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next category, entrances with pizzazz. Any entrances with pizzazz?
2: There's a ton in here. All the bank robbery yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah,
3: Bodhi has a great
4: entrance. The first time we meet Bodie, Slow-mo
3: surfing, like... slow motion yeah. surfing.
4: Or even just Keanu's entrance at the beginning is like in the rain yeah. is like very dramatic.
3: Yeah, it's like a Paul Abdul video. Remember Rush Rush?
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He
3: looked great in that. <laughs> Does this make you want, like they, in some ways it makes to me is like, oh, this makes surfing look easy. Like they're just standing.
2: You know what it did I mean? Like, me and I know like, it is. Oh, I like, would like to take that. Oh, I, I can could figure this
3: out. I bet it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so like, because it's all slow motion and like sunsets. So it's all like sun kissed. You're like, oh, it looks so peaceful and charming. But meanwhile, you're like getting your ass kicked every 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, we talked about uh, the naked lady with a knife.
3: Yeah, she is a great entrance. Yeah. Suddenly stabbing someone while you're naked, yeah. that's a lot yep. pretty pizzazzy. Uh
4: The dog that gets thrown, that's a great entrance. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's another one.
3: Also, bursting into all those people's rooms where they're running into everyone's apartment, we're like running through closed uh, glass doors, sliding glass doors. (laughs) That's wild. I don't. Are you cops allowed to do that? I wouldn't think so. I mean, they do. They 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 must do it
2: though, right? I'm gonna file a claim. (laughs) 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 I just thought that anyone would just have that that uh, endurance to go that long, which is what was so funny about it to me was that part of it was I like I thought it was great, but the length of it just made me laugh
3: well 100% yeah. pure adrenaline i guess That's if you're like a you. surfer
2: then you're like you're in that much this shape. this nothing. So sense yeah they're in good shape this like was like a, you know a, a couple of comedians it would not last half a block before they both no. <laughs> passed out
3: and their converse <laughs> <laughs> and flannel
4: shirts yeah oh, hold on let me just wrap it around my waist here yeah <laughs> so I'm not a little hot
3: uh so what do you want to give this for entrances with pizzazz i'm going
4: to give this uh 85
3: 85.
2: I'm gonna go 90. I think the Bodhi
3: on the, the the wave is just so much, yeah. It's like a chill pizzazz, mm-hmm. which would be a great like album. <laughs> chill pizzazz. Like what's, what's those cool moods? What are those albums? Pure moods. <laughs> Pure you moods, yeah. those? <laughs> yeah. A lot of
4: inya and yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Chill pizzazz. Three. All right. All right. Here we go. Our next category. Hell on heels. Feisty women. Is there one feisty woman in this movie? (laughs) Just one, maybe? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That naked woman from the who kicks Keanu's ass. It's so cool. I love she's just going fucking wild. Oh, Lori Lori Penny too. Especially.
2: There's also someone in the cast list that's just credited as fierce woman. I don't know if that was
3: the showery naked woman, but there's a a role. She was a fierce woman. I mean, she fits the bill.
4: Mm -hmm. Well, even the lady who was looking up the information for him at the computer, I mean, she was kind of sassy. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) You know she wouldn't take guff, so I don't... (laughs) Right, yeah. She doesn't have time for their bullshit.
3: No. No, I mean, the women are all pretty. There's
2: not a lot of just shrinking violets in this movie at all.
3: And then they're also just... Twice oh, to the two groups of guys like use their own like women friends as like hostages or yeah. negotiate. Like, where's right. the loyalty? It's to the waves, man. Oh, I see. To the mother waves. nature, though. Mm-hmm. Is
4: mother ah. nature a
3: hell on heels? The 50, like to, like, the 50 year
4: it? storm. Is right, that a knows.
3: hell on heels?
4: <laughs> <laughs> the way she gives a beating to Keanu Johnny, you know, uh, when he's trying to learn how to surf
3: Yeah, right. I would just wish she had a little more agency towards the end, probably, instead of just being another, I'm a hostage, rescue me.
4: Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: But But even that, like,
2: within that that shot, she was, like, angry and, like, didn't feel like she was this weak, shrinking violet. Like, you had a sense of, like, she might kick her ass out of, like, she might kick her way out of this situation.
3: The story won't let her, but, she yeah, but the script won't let her, <laughs> yeah. but
2: we believe it is
3: possible. <laughs> and that's good enough. Yeah. And the guy... <laughs> a step forward.
4: The <laughs> guy from Oz... <laughs> the guy from Oz and Wayne's World was enjoying it a little too much. Right, like he was 90s. gross. Yeah. Like, yeah. why are you
3: friends with, like, a psycho?
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: I mean, he, he, he's he, surfing you know.
3: bank robbers. Haven't really thought it through. Right. Uh, so what do you want to give it for Hell on Heels?
2: I'm going to give it 40. 40. I'm going to go 88. I think all the women
3: are pretty pretty aggressive, not not taking it. Yeah, and the fierce woman is my favorite. <laughs> I mean, she might be one of the fiercest women we've ever had. I think she would kick the Wicked Witch of the West ass. I'll go that far. Well, all right, Mark.
4: I am failing this.
3: <laughs> what are you talking
4: about? You're doing great.
3: Uh give an average of 71, which is about 50, uh, 48 points higher than waiting for Guffman. Mm. All right. Our next guy macabre. How macabre is Point Break? It is. I forgot how, like, grisly violent it was. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Though. It's so fun.
4: <laughs> yeah, that whole uh, raiding scene. That house raid like, is so good. Is, it's, yeah, very violent. Um, I love,
3: like, the noise of, like, the lawnmower. Like, oh, we didn't plan on that, but now we can't hear anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, holding Lord Petty hostage is pretty macabre. Yeah, having was- beer with your Cheerios. <laughs> sure, that feels macabre
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Also, someone just snapping at the mere mention of Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> which, honey, to <laughs> Vietnam, you show your fucking face. <laughs> like, whoa. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: It's a lot. That weird game of chicken they play with the uh, the parachutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of maybe macabre. And so
3: like Anthony Kiedis gets his foot blown off. There's like a headshot guy gets right blown right through the brain, and then like pushing some um, the lawnmower fight. Yeah, yeah,
4: almost pushing their face into it.
3: Some really grisly action. A lot of people dying in this movie. Ten people, so in fact. fact. That's a high death. Oh, count. yeah. Also, surfing bullies.
2: Yeah, <laughs> IMDb does. Yeah, that seems pretty high. Does for a surfing movie? That's like more all, than Anti-Main like, for all, like, sure. Definitely <laughs> only one.
3: The guy falling <laughs> off the mountain, right? That's, that we see, yeah. That we see. Uh, yeah, so
4: how macabre is this? Uh, I mean, based off of all that you said, at first I thought there was, it wasn't at all, but now that we're going through it, <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I would say 75.
2: 75. Yeah, it's tough because it is. it does have that golden sunlight. Yeah. I'll go
3: 67. But it's like the darkness beneath the rays. You know? You ever look beneath, man? i'm gonna start doing it now please um i'll give it a 70 give it an average of 70.67 which is 50 points higher than eat pray love all right our next category i think it'll do well here dramatic lighting there's
4: There's a ton of it yeah
2: very all the surfing the surfing the sunrises the sunsets they're setting that one car on fire when they're at the gas station
3: Right. That was crazy. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Just the image. There's that slow motion image of a guy dressed as Reagan in a tuxedo using like a gas pump as a flamethrower. Like, oh, that is such a beautiful image. It's so like <laughs> anarchic.
4: Yeah. It's great I think I remember at the time that this movie came out that there was some copycat who did like that, and they like were blaming the movie uh oh, for that that person doing that. I just remember seeing that on the news. And being like, I gotta see this movie. <laughs> right.
3: I need inspiration in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Inspired marketing.
4: Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, also I also that mean,
3: scene in the bank, it's has a classic like early nineties look where it's like super it's daytime, but it's like super smoky and there's like indirect like white lighting from the side. It's like a total like 90s vibe there.
4: That's one of my you favorite know? lighting choices in the eighties and nineties. Like uh, a similar shot to that is when it's only being lit by the moonlight coming through a window and it's very hazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: They don't do that. Everything's overlit now because HD, you got to have mm-hmm. soft lighting everywhere. God forbid there be shadows.
4: <laughs> uh, the post coital kind of caressing, even that looks very <laughs> like yeah. it had a very velvety tone Indeed. to it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: A morning after filter on the light. Sure.
3: Just all yeah. that surfing stuff. What's that guy who does those uh, ski movies? Like Warren, El- what's his, they always like release his like uh, skiing movies like Warren uh, Spectres, that is not his name <laughs> no. but he'll do like a million like slow motion like ski sport movies does anybody know what, you don't don't. know what I'm talking about? I don't I don't.
2: I didn't worry. realize you're such a big ski sporting movie guy. <laughs> I don't watch
3: them but
2: uh, clearly because you don't know who's directing them. Warren Miller,
3: Warren Miller Warren oh. Miller. okay He's done a lot of Warren Miller has done a ton of movies. <laughs> they're all like slow motion things, like um, the color of skiing, the color snow, riders, the color of <laughs>
4: snow nice. riders, like...
3: snow riders two, endless winter, black diamond rush.
4: Wow, wow. And they're all like
3: straight to video,
4: huh? Is color of skiing like a parody of the color of money? And just like I hope so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the fifties, he did more lighthearted ones called mm-hmm. "Anyone for Skiing." And and another one called, are your skis on straight? Which that sounds like one for us, John. Yeah, it does. My skis aren't even on straight, honey. (laughs) Um, So what do you want to give this for dramatic lighting? Uh, 95. 95.
2: I'll go 92.
3: 92. Isn't it sad that like old movies Mm -hmm. look better than new movies visually, cinematography wise? I'm going to give it a 95 as well. Giving it a 94, which is almost the highest, if not for the Mulholland Drive, which has a 97.33. But it just kicked in the teeth of The Wizard of Oz. Eat shit, Dorothy. (laughs) Um, That only has an 86.67. All right, our next category, vibrato.
2: So for this one, in addition to literal vibrato, we also mean anytime they take a moment, they give it sort of extra zhuzh it up, more than the moment needs, but you like it. All of it. All of it. <laughs> I mean, he's just right. the name
3: Johnny Utah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Bodie. Me.
3: <laughs> John what C. McGinley I... is like going oh, for it. Yeah, he he's super... so fun in this.
4: Oh, man, he's chewing up every scene he's in and just yelling. They're just like the, the sound person is probably just riding that the <laughs> dial, <laughs> you know?
3: <laughs> yeah. Tom Sizemore also like does, yeah. goes for it is one scene. hmm. Very twitchy.
2: Also, what there is favorite? so
3: much rain. yes when it rains
2: it pours rain budget on this movie
4: uh when when one of my favorite scenes is when he is trying to call her after she finds out that he's an fbi agent and he's trying to leave a message he's like fuck why can't i ever say what i mean (laughs) like that scene was so like extra so like i yeah (laughs) this whole movie every from the entrance every single scene is yeah Keanu that's
3: has true. become a better actor
4: over the years. Oh, I have, oh, yeah, sense. absolutely.
3: <laughs> you know, I think he doesn't push as hard. Like, he was, like, was really pushing here. I feel like he pushes less now. And, like, we just like him when he's, like, cool, chill, laconic Keanu. That's enough. Yeah,
4: right? Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, like, his performance <laughs> <laughs> in that is just all, yeah. Great movie, though. I don't know why no one's brought <laughs> I that it. in.
3: One of my What's favorites. That? That's one of my I favorites. No one's brought it in. You seen <laughs> oh, that one, I mean, John?
2: I have seen that one, yes.
3: Oh, so, what do you want to give this for vibrato? 95. 95.
2: Yeah, I'll go 93 uh, because there's no s- actual singing.
3: What about Rat on the soundtrack? That's on the soundtrack. <laughs> no one
2: in the movie is singing.
3: Wow.
4: Harsh. <laughs> round and round.
3: <laughs> I remember someone like at school when I was like in elementary school, someone had like a rat t shirt, and I was like, <gasps> that's scary. I was like <laughs> I can't be in class with that person uh, yeah. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> them in like a cave looking like the band in a cave and they looked like oh, rat with two T's Mm-mm. <laughs> and then years later I bought the Dr. Feelgood album loved it see You can all change we can all change we call all blossom in our later years it's got a 94.33 in vibrato two points higher than the Ten Commandments
4: oh. All
3: right, another movie with a long-haired guru Mm-hmm. All right, our next category, footwork. There's a
2: lot of footwork. They're, they, they're Very aggressive walk and talks throughout this movie. That opening yeah. one was
3: so good. Like, all the yeah. camera, the whip pans, like all that choreography was crazy. So exciting.
2: Uh, that chase scene, of course.
4: Yeah, uh, real quick, as actors, uh, I'm going to ask you this, because <laughs> as actors, do you ever get nervous seeing scenes like that? Because you think about the day, about like how much rehearsal has to go into that and how if you mess up one little thing, you have to just everybody just like is it has to go back like Like,
2: 30 actors have to go back yeah Yeah, it's probably like the most unnerving for the people who just are in the background it's like if i drop this tray at
3: this moment yeah (laughs) the most acting i've done has been ucb comedy videos so no uh that counts mark Uh, okay come on the pressure we were the (laughs) stakes couldn't be higher (laughs) (laughs) that great house raid skydiving tricks what we call that footwork yeah Choreography. We're all going to hold, we're all going to form a circle, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just improvise that. Everyone, we're forming, we're doing the circle. You can't improvise again. a circle. No, that no they, they make it look easy, but I'm sure it's very difficult.
4: I'm sure. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis getting shot in the foot. That's footwork. That's His true. foot's going to need work.
2: That's yep. because he yep. uh, didn't make it to any of the training days. So they're like, all right, well, you have to get out of the fight
3: scene first. You're done.
2: He's got a heart
4: out. He's yeah. got to go uh, record. <laughs> We've got to record higher love man Flea, flea's here to pick him up <laughs> he's got to, um, he's got to work on back to the future too
3: oh yeah. we, maybe we should do a series on the films of the red Hot chili peppers <laughs> the ones that they have <laughs> here john frusante been in anything
4: Nobody knows. No one knows. It's a heroin. Oops. Okay.
3: Okay. Now you're
4: opium (laughs) shaming. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. I'm canceled. Okay.
3: Also, just hopping up on the surfboard. She's talking about you got to land both feet at the same time. Sure.
2: And you're also, you're pretty much steering with your feet.
3: I believe that's true.
4: Yeah. I'm going to give it a 90.
3: Should we go surfing, John? Should we take surfing lessons? Sure. That'd be great. I don't believe you. I'm down, but I don't think you are.
2: <laughs> I'll do it.
4: Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> Whoa. You're really throwing
2: it down. Did I step into something here? <laughs> yeah, you did.
4: <laughs> You're going to be you videotaping
2: did. it.
3: Just to prove okay. to everyone
2: that we did it. Uh, I will give it a 96. I think there's a ton of footwork in this.
3: For sure. I mean, just that foot chase alone, I'll give it a 95. Giving it a 93.67, which is five points lower than I, Tanya. But seventy points higher than winning for Gutman. All right, our next category: Spank Bank deposits. Anything a gay person could put into their Spank Bank? A ton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. <laughs> a lot of nice butts, chest, you arms. Adam Swayze
2: with his shirt off a lot. You got Canna Reeves with his shirt off a bunch. Yeah, a lot of hot dudes everywhere you look. You got Gary Busey if you want a little daddy action in there. <laughs> Did you want a little daddy action? I don't mind.
3: He it was like, good. That was at like this
2: before movie. he looked crazy. Like he started as as. Years went on, he looked a lot crazier. But here it's like
3: the, the cusp of it, I felt. Because he is a believable, is like, oh, frustrated towards the end of his career, kind of a loose cannon, but yeah. grounded father figure at the same Like, he is very, I really liked him. And then I thought he was great. Yeah, I agree. A lot of hunks. The HPS yeah. on this movie is out of uh, control. Hunks per second. Yeah. Oh, There's okay. a lot of
4: beefcake being served mm. on
3: a surfboard. <laughs> so, what do you want to give this for, a Spank Bank deposits?
4: I would give it, I'm going to give it a hundred.
3: A hundred. Woo. You're not wrong. I was just thinking right before you said that, I was thinking like this would be a great double feature with the Lost Boys because yeah. it's oh, both yeah. like beachy actiony, mm-hmm. it's yeah. almost, And you yeah. could like watch this like straight guys and gay guys, could you know, and everyone in between could watch the same movie and be right. getting very different things out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but enjoyment nonetheless. But everyone yeah. is having a great time. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of like beautiful flesh and a lot
2: of like sexy guys on stage. On stage? On screen. So I will go. I, here's the one thing I was going to ding it for, but it's probably wrong, is that it feels like very much the same body type throughout, which makes sense. Right. Because it's like they're all surfers, so it's all this one sure. type. And that makes sense. And that, like, they're into an activity that would definitely affect your body, you know, if you were a, a high level of it. So I will give it a 90 for that.
3: And that brings me to my issue with the <laughs> reboot of Gossip Girl. Okay. Here yes. we go. Because the trailer <laughs> has everyone is like gorgeous, but it's also a very diverse cast in terms of like sexuality and race. And everything, but in terms of like body types, they're all like skinny models,
4: yeah. And I'm like, uh-huh.
3: you're you're claiming to be like this progressive show, but why not take that progressiveness into the world of like body standards? Yeah. Why does everyone have to be a skinny, beautiful, rail thin model type?
2: I mean, I think that's the next sort of frontier in diversity and casting.
3: Either I mean, like body types it has or... to happen now. What are we waiting for? Sure, I'll give this a ninety. I'm giving it a ninety-three point thirty-three, which is the highest in spank bank deposits <laughs> we've had since nice. uh, Conan the Barbarian, which got to 87. That makes sense. Okay. But he was crucified to a tree. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Which, who doesn't get hard when they see that? All right. Frank, on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend point break to a gay person? 80%. Yeah. Yeah, that seems
2: about right. It's very fun There is sort of, there's definitely stuff you can read on onto it if you want to, uh, you know, about different relationships and what might be happening. But there's nothing gay essential about it. But I will also give it an 80. Because I do think it's a really fun movie. There's so much to recommend about
3: it. There's nothing gay essential about it. Like Madonna's later work. (laughs)
2: Exactly. (laughs)
0: Mm
3: -hmm. I also do think, like, because it does have almost, like, it's much more interested in, like, the characters than, like, the plot of, like... That the characters and their relations are more the focus than like the machinations of like tracking down like this gang of bank robbers. I think that you could tell that's the Catherine Bigelow touch there. And then they're all right. shot, everyone's shot so beautifully. And then there is the psycho sexual power play undercurrent. So I'm going to give it. Yeah. Um, I think if like a gay person isn't a big fan of action movies, like check out Point Break, that might be like this and like Lost Boys would probably be like the two. Mm-hmm. Um, is Lost Boys an action movie? No, but there's a chase on the beach.
4: I think yeah, it's I, I, there's enough action in there. I mean, it's kind right. of like soft action, soft horror, you know, right? I keep
3: saying like, oh, I want not rewatch Lost Boys again, but then I keep saying, or should I just wait till Halloween? <laughs> it's tough. save it's it, one it of so those. it has like a punch, you know. <laughs> I don't want to dilute them, <laughs> but then it also is the good summer movie. Yeah, the it is Eternal more of a struggle. summer
2: movie than a, it's like it's like an it's an August movie.
3: Like it's aged well. Like it's old
2: that but it's like it straddles like summer and then the approaching halloween
3: sure cuss. you know what i mean it's like a dusk a dusk well uh point break has an 83.33 and likely to recommend to a gay person which is 50 points higher no 45 points higher (laughs) than the wedding singer all right, now we are into the wheel category.
2: So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. I, we put them all in this wheel, which is an app on my phone. We're gonna spin it four times whatever category pops up, that's how we'll judge it. And at the end of that, you will come up with a category which
3: we will add to the wheel. Now it's all making sense, Frank, you get it, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. From Greece too. You gave it to me. You gave it to me. Would you we haven't had this in a while? Um, yeah. would you say <laughs> point break gave it to you? Uh
4: yes. <laughs> yeah, Fair I don't
2: think so. I feel like going into it, not having not seen it, but like knowing some of the reputation, watching it last night, I was like, Yep, yeah, this is what I expected. This has delivered on what
3: people have said. It's not too heavy, it's not too ponderous, it's still like funny. Yeah, like all the characters, even though they're all kind of assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get least it's about surfing bank robbers. It delivers, and also <laughs> Fast and Furious, same movie. It's the same plot. Oh, I was thinking
2: it was more like Cruising. I am sure you were. Undercover <laughs> cop goes into you know tries a subculture. To, subculture. Does he fall in love with people in the subculture? Who knows?
3: I don't know. Sort
2: of ambiguous
3: Did relationships. Did Paul Walker and Vin Diesel have a homoerotic tension in that? I it's been years since I've seen the first one. I Fast I've never hope. seen the first one,
2: so
4: yeah. It's yeah, no, it's not like this. It's not yeah. It's, about, it's, family. it's about family. <laughs> it's about family. It's about
0: family.
3: I will see every Fast and Furious movie in the theater, though. Oh, you too. Jared. I saw
4: the last one 40x. It's like I don't. Oh, it's like, that's the only way you have to like. You that's can watch a great choice movies. for the. Yeah, I,
3: I, maybe I'll do that <laughs> for F9. Right. yeah your chair's got to vibrate. Do they spray
2: yeah. water
4: at you? Yeah, it's sprayed because that's the one where they are in the ice. where like, uh, oh, right. Oh, man, yeah. like, so like there's like mist uh, going <laughs> at you. And you could smell like burnt rubber, which I'm not a fan of. I'm like, OK, I don't love this. This part of it. Right. But one I don't know guy... also
3: post-COVID if we want mist being blown it's everywhere. True. <laughs> it's like droplets just going yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if we need more droplets.
4: This one guy I guess didn't know what 40x was, and he he sat down like when the movie kind of started, or he went to go get popcorn, and he had one of those big, like buckets of popcorn. (laughs) And just from the corner of my eye, as it like did the first like jerk, I could just see popcorn flying. (laughs) Like corner (laughs) of my eye, I'm going fuck. You
3: got time? You're snacking at these movies. (laughs) They must they charge a surcharge. These are more expensive. These 40x, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. But how often are you going to do it? You know? Do you know, come on. They probably didn't do it for In the Heights. Although you think they yes. could like give you a little a boost. little Paragua.
4: Yeah. It's a stand-up thing where you put like you put you put your feet in these shoes and then oh. it just like makes you dance around. That so- sounds <laughs> nice. Like the
3: red shoes. That's horrifying. That's a nightmare. Get me out of this thing. <laughs> uh, Frank, what do you want to give a Point Break for? You gave it to me. Did you
4: say? Oh, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Scale of zero to, to hundred. Uh, I would give it, uh, yeah, I would say 95.
3: 95. Uh, I'm going to say 100 because I feel like it lived up to what I was promised. Wow, I'm so, I was worried you're going to hate this one too. John, you never fail to surprise me. Just seeing <laughs> well, you open good. your heart to these new experiences. <laughs> it's so nice. I've hated the first
2: 102 movies we watched, but the this last two I've sort of
3: enjoyed. <laughs> he sort of liked. <laughs> it's got a 98.33 and you gave it to me. Oh, the last movie that I had, you gave it to me was The Man from U.N.C.L.E. and that only got an 84.
4: That was a fun movie. That that was is fun. a fun movie.
2: Okay, here we go. Non-traditional murder weapon.
3: Non-traditional murder weapon. There the was... lawnmower. Oh,
4: A lawnmower.
3: Yeah. Well, no one actually dies with it, though. But they're going to maybe kill someone with
4: it. This is I true. mean, yeah. I guess the way that he throws the dog at instead of there a dog attacking.
2: <laughs> Throwing the dog. Yeah. It's um, mostly
3: like guns, though, right? Yeah. They're mostly guns. I mean, the uh, fierce woman, what is she stabbing the cop with? Like shards of glass from like the, her sh- uh, shower yeah, uh, door? It's
2: like a big knife she got from the kitchen. Oh, a, a big knife. You're right. But it's then also like, like shower murder knife.
4: Even uh, like also uh, when the war child, like that whole like scene where they're g- ganging up on Johnny Utah and they're even using like the surf, the thing that connects the surfboard to him. Oh, and, like, trying yeah, to choke- yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's true. That's not traditional a couple part of a surfboard killing you? No. No. Uh, John, killing those waves, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. So what would you get this for non-traditional murder weapon? I mean, we did have to dig. I don't want to uh, skew anyone's score that hard? hard.
4: I would say 30.
3: 30. I'm gonna say sixty. We got that lawnmower. Yeah, but nobody actually right. died from it.
2: Yeah, but someone's trying to kill someone with that. No. That's
3: non-traditional <laughs> attempted murder weapon. That's <laughs> It's not say non-traditional weapon that is successful at committing a murder. That's what murder is. Uh, I'm also going to give it a thirty, giving it a forty, which is thirty-seven points. No, twenty-seven points higher than I, Tanya, in non-traditional murder weapon. Does this movie make you want like a little house by the beach?
4: That terrifies (laughs) me.
3: (laughs) Having a house by the beach
2: because yeah, actually
4: owning like yeah because like. I think visiting or like going on vacation to one is great, but owning one uh, with everything, like climate change and everything, like, no, <laughs> right. fucking oh, right. forget
3: it. Or <laughs> just people walking by, like right in front of your house? No. right. I, I need some isolation. <laughs> need my own yard specifically.
2: Thank you. All right, from Toy Soldiers, angry phone hangups.
3: Angry phone uh, hangups. Well, is the iconic shot where Keanu, Johnny Utah Bodhi get, slips away, and he gets on his back and fires his gun into the air multiple times oh, yeah. out of sheer <laughs> anger. Is that a kind of an angry phone hangup? I mean, metaphorically, I s- suppose there were some like that. Phone felt on, very like, sexual to me more than I got to shoot my load because I'm not. Yeah, right. he was frustrated and he yeah. consummated it. Yeah, that's a good point. Were there actual phone hangups? I don't remember.
2: Just when he was
4: trying to leave the message, right? Oh, right. And even if like I don't I can't remember if Josie Genley's character had like a moment where he like (laughs) slams down the phone as Turn in your badge. Yeah. 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 Why are you
3: billing us for sex wax? (laughs) I remember when I was a kid, people used to wear a lot of sex wax t-shirts and I thought, oh yeah, that's dirty. How ribald. (laughs) Oh, Red what is? Rats. I didn't know it was for surfboards. I was like, what is sex? You're just wearing that? What is that? And you couldn't Rats Google back then.
4: sex wax like scandalized you. <laughs> scandalized me. But I was
3: intrigued. Also, when I go to a restaurant and there would be like a, another like part of it and it said cocktails. And I was like, I thought they just served fruit cocktails in there. I like, oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Why can't we go in there ever? <laughs> Look, I was a dumb kid and you couldn't Google. And I was too shy to ask. So what do you want to give this for angry phone hangups? 20. 20. Yeah, I'll do 20 as well. 20. I'll also go 20, but I really don't think there were any. (laughs) Giving it uh 20, which is 6.67 points higher than The Sound of Music. Pretty good. Have those movies ever been compared to each other? Probably not. (laughs) Okay, A Love Boat. A love boat, you know, for this surprising lack of boats.
2: Yeah, a lot of
3: planes. Surfboard is a surfboard a, of a surfboard to form, kind of a boat,
4: a tiny boat,
3: a tiny boat,
4: <laughs> half a tiny
3: boat, <laughs> <laughs> a personal tiny boat. Because there is like the, you know, they're kind of like flirting with each when she's the like training. squirting water at him face, at yeah, and stuff, having fun. But is there? I don't think there is a boat in this movie
4: maybe one of the restaurants on the, the beach is like kind of half of a boat. Sure, you know how they sure. do like a thing like <laughs> that?
3: That was the thing with In the Heights at the end. Spoiler. Go ahead. He turns the bodega into like a themed uh, bodega where there's like a, it makes it look like it's at a beach, like a beach shack inside. And I was like, it looks oh. weird now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's like, like goofy now. <laughs> <laughs> like it looked better before. We just, now it's like a goofy themed bodega. That also we're has you know, mannequins and
2: her. fashion in it all the time. And, Vanessa yeah.
3: Fashions, thank you. Thank you, you're welcome. <laughs> Who are you wearing? Vanessa Fashions. <laughs> These are my favorite parts of the Heights. Vanessa Fashions.
2: <laughs> have you seen In the Heights yet, Frank?
4: No, because uh, it's, it's. <laughs> every time it's like at the end of the day, we're like, Jesus Christ, how do we get through this with a kid? Uh, and you, you have the option of either like, putting something on that you don't have to think about (laughs) sure or or like something you can be engaged in and we're waiting for that moment that we're like okay let's watch this because it's in our queue right uh to watch it because we're excited about it but we just haven't seen it yet sure it's all right yeah i think you'll have a good time it's
3: fun is your kid old enough to take to the movies
4: would you i yeah that's i want to as soon as they start showing movies both uh like uh before four (laughs) you know like (laughs) right right, now yeah like most of them are like at a time that's like during her bedtime and I can't really go yet but I want to take her because that was a big part of my youth is my mom taking me to the movies like every weekend pretty much and like that was a that's a big deal to me like going to the movies
3: yeah Mm -hmm.
4: Uh, I love it it's like one of my favorite things so it's I haven't been back to a theater yet uh, since it opened up but I'm hoping to like maybe see a new Beverly showing or gotta get on those uh, tickets early. They I know quick. I kept I tried to and they they sold out. But um but yeah I want to take her to a whatever will show during the day because I want to take her because I think she'd enjoy it.
3: I took my nephew once and he was like three I think to see like an Ice Age movie. Yeah. And he was like, we we're like 40 minutes in, and he's like, can we go home? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You got it, for fact She's going to be distracted
4: immediately. So it's like, yeah,
3: right. <laughs> as soon as the popcorn was gone, he's like, I'm bored. Like, great. <laughs> I'm not yeah, enjoying like, this. Me too. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> the people who made this movie aren't enjoying this. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what do you want to give point break for a love boat? Five. A five. Tough, but fair. I mean, I think there's like
2: they fall in love through water. They fall in love with water. So there's not like a whole oh, lot but of my
3: lawnmower wasn't actually used to murder. Anybody it was nitpicky. <laughs> Interesting distinctions. Now,
2: <laughs> no, I'd say, OK, well, thank you for jumping on me. Not let me finish. Um, but I think I'll there's like, so you there's, yeah. no, no, no. I want someone else to see this. We like having <laughs> someone watching. As part of the <laughs> this is our king. This is our spank bank. Um, uh,
3: I think there's I'll give it a 25, 25 for metaphors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give it a boy, I don't know, a six? Uh, giving it a 12 <laughs> in A Love Boat, okay. which is 32 points lower than The Beastmaster. Had a fairy. Had a fairy All right, Frank, <laughs> the time has come for you to add a category that we can use to judge how Gay Point Break is in every subsequent movie when it gets added to the wheel. Any thoughts?
4: Um, I don't know. I might need some help here.
3: That's Okay. Well, what do you have, like, a favorite thing about this or, like, a favorite scene or favorite, like, moment in the movie that we haven't, like, addressed yet?
4: I mean, my favorite favorite part of the movie is the tacked-on ending that they, like, reshot. They had a shoot later on of, like, him going to arrest him and just being like, please, just give me what I want. And him, like, kind of having to balance between, like, well, I know I'm a cop and I have to do my job and I, you know, work by the rules, but... Mm -hmm. I also care about you and I know how much this means to you and
3: almost forsaking authority for love. Yes. Like that.
4: Yeah. I I know how much this means and I care about you, so I'm going to go against my authority and let you do this
3: forsaking authority for love, fuck authority. Fuck the man, fuck my man, uh something that I'm just doing a wordplay version yeah. here. Sure, sure. Yeah,
4: I'm sorry I'm putting the work on you. <laughs> no, <laughs> you've got a kid.
3: I think that is like pretty good, like having to choose, especially for like gay people that can be especially resonant.
2: Something like what's it something like choosing your man over your
3: morals? Stand by your man, stand by your not man the not the cops.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, stand by your man, not the man. <laughs> yeah, stand you by go. your man, not yeah. the man.
3: Okay. Stand by your man, not the man. I like that. There you go. I'm
4: putting the in all caps.
3: So what would you give point break and in, in stand by your man, not the man?
4: I mean, that ending just like, to- cause he, he totally breaks the rules like within it, he gets embedded in it. He becomes part of it. And it's not until it starts to take a turn that he's starting to be like, Oh wait, I have to do my job. It kind of but felt like a the- lot
3: of like Hong Kong, like crime thrillers and that. Yeah, Where You see, like, people get embedded in these crimes and it's all about, like, you know, passion.
4: Yeah, I would
3: say 93. 93. Yeah, that ending to me was
2: so fascinating because you really didn't need it. Like, there was no sense, like, if they had not had it, you wouldn't have been, like, felt unresolved about anything.
3: But did you like that he's, like, surfing in the storm and he's probably going to die on his own terms? <laughs> sure, I guess I like that. I'll give it a 95! 95! <laughs> I mean that is the entire movie. So I'll give it a I don't know. I guess if they're just there's a few other instances I feel like of him like not playing by the book. Sure. And like hanging out with these guys. So I, you know, I I'll give it a hundred. Why not? All right. Giving it a 96. All right. Now we are into the bonus categories. So these categories
2: as as advertiser, just bonus. So that if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it's not going to work against the score. This is just okay. extra points. So it's from zero to 10.
3: So the first one on a scale of zero to 10, how would you rate point break in musical potential? I think it could be a musical.
4: I would say uh, seven because there was that, that the live, live, stage break show, live. The live stage show. So I would say like, but as far as musical potential, you could, I mean, there's enough there, but I think it's like still not like quite like, it's not immediately, immediately the thought, you know?
2: What's tough is just the challenge of making surfing and skydiving feel compelling on stage. Uh, it's called it roller skates
3: do. and fabrics on rolls. Fabrics <laughs> <You know, it's laughs> like, on sticks. Yeah, yeah right, and 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 a lot of sticks. people on have... <laughs> and people... I'm not saying and it's a, a good musical. <laughs> right, right, right. Except... <laughs>
2: But I think I think if one were to do it, that is the challenge. Is how do we find a way it to make this yeah.
3: maybe it's like compelling. in a pool.
2: That's true. Uh, you could do that. Must be Berkeley. Pool theater. Yeah, definitely. On ice. Why not just set the whole thing on ice? Just to give it that extra. So you layer. can glide.
4: Yeah. Like exactly. you do in the
2: sky, but, the sky. But
3: there's a note in the program that says the ice is water, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'll give it an eight. And hey, wow! Well, there's something to like all the operatic like emotions. The emotion of it, all, of it you know? really feels works. very you know. in this sort it's of... another case of like you have to strip away all the dialogue and it's all like a dance ballet or something. Yeah, you know, just project water Get with Tharp, a video projector. We like we got it. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they wear like a surfboard like around their waist, like held up with like suspenders, that kind of thing. Sure, <laughs> fun. That's real fun. Whimsical, <laughs> whimsy. That's what I like about Point Break. The whimsy. Um, I'll give it an 8 too I think it's uh, I don't know if it would be yeah it wouldn't be good but I'd watch it uh, giving a 7.67% tying it with best in show alright our next one queer menace are there any queer menaces in this movie I don't think so I don't think so That's is pretty rough because
2: there's no, no one's like afraid of someone who feels other or different
3: yeah maybe when Keanu's like walking his surfboard through the police department that's maybe like a pink surfboard. Maybe. Is that a queer man? Is the pink surfboard a queer
4: menace?
2: His sort of his sort of unconventional way of dealing it's with unconventional,
4: this unconventional, non gender conforming. I feel like those other guys that on the force are probably like very judgmental because they like uh, they're always making fun of right of um, Brody and um, oh god now I forgot I've seen this movie so many times. Johnny Utah. Like, <laughs> yeah, Johnny Utah, and. Um, uh, Busey's character.
3: Oh, Papa's. Yeah. It was surprising that there were no, like, for an action movie from 1991, no gay slurs, not even any, like, gay panic ever. Yeah. Which is, like, I feel like shocking almost for <laughs> yeah. a movie of this
4: ilk. <laughs> that's something like i think i rewatched bill and ted or the second one and you're yeah. like oh i forgot <laughs> right this, this almost, yeah it just
3: so did john Mackey when he brought in bill and ted's excellent adventure <laughs> this very podcast like oh you just trimmed that 30 seconds <laughs> uh yeah so what do you want to give this for queer menace 10 a 10
2: this is out of 10 oh sorry no 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 oh, sorry. that's yeah, what right. you mean i
3: don't
2: know
4: no uh
3: it's, uh two a two. I'm gonna have to go zero. Zero. You know, I'm gonna go one for the pink surfboard. All right, giving it a one. All right. Our next category: character actress makes a big swing. Is Lori Petty a character actress? I don't think so.
4: Right? She's more like a leading lady. She's always like I the think lead of her as a character
3: actress, is- but she's like who does
2: play lead roles.
4: Yeah, yeah. she does like kind of ride that fine line because she can lead a movie like Tank Girl, but Tank Girl is like, but not like, I don't- really... don't.
2: Yeah. She's, there's something like very like aggressive about her. Not aggressive, wow, like maybe John, like rude, wow. but like
3: very alpha about her. Like she's
2: not well, a shrinky yeah, violet.
4: She's not a. She's not like a Julia Roberts at that time. You know, like it's not. Exactly. Like she's not like a
3: romantic time, yeah. lead, which is what sadly yeah. what most women get to do.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: She's in the Free Willy, she was in. Never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she in Free Willy? Not Willy. Probably the, the mom.
4: Th- right. I she's been in
3: Orange is the New Black. Yes,
4: she was in a show I really liked uh, in high school called Brimstone. (laughs) What's Brimstone? It's basically like Hellblazer. John Glover plays the devil, and this guy, this cop, uh, kills his wife's murder, and he goes to hell. But then all these demons escape from hell, and he sends this cop back to Earth to collect all these like uh, demons that got released, and that's his job (laughs) is to send them back to hell. Wow. But Lori Petty okay. plays like kind of the love interest in that. Huh. It was on Fox. The <laughs> Sounds 90s. very edgy very Fox. and dark. Yeah, very mm-hmm. Foxy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she's also even taking a big swing in this movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's, not, there's also not a lot. I mean, like I was looking at the cast list. Lori Petty's fourth and then my,
3: where's Fierce Girl?
2: <laughs> you have to go down 16 before you get to the next one, which is not Fierce Girl. That's Miss Deer. And it doesn't I think even Fierce feel like. Fierce Girl takes a big swing. Cause she is That's... like Feral. Yeah. Fierce Girl is 27 on the call list of IMDb. Well, does that make her
3: more of a character act? She's definitely in the character
2: actress <laughs> park <laughs> than lead actress. She doesn't have a name, so I guess
3: she's still a character.
2: What is For if sure. you click
4: on the IMDB credits, like what other movies has, has Fierce, Fierce
3: Girl? Been? I hope she should be starring in everything.
2: Gloria Mann, we should say, we stand man. The Cassie confession, 2018. Okay. Uh, Point Break is her second B&B, and the happiest people in New York. Those are her four. That's what All she's right. known for. Uh, well, you know,
3: she made an impression. Yeah.
2: yeah. So. It, but we don't even know that that's
3: her. Like we don't know. Fierce, fierce girl. Is. I don't. There's no know. one there else. That other could women be at
2: that in the, at that house. There's the one who answered the door. But
3: if you had to say one was fierce. Look, I'm just telling
2: you what is on IMDb. I did not label them. <laughs> I'm just going to stand them. over here. I'm
3: just not going to be... I still think no, Frank her, listen. that character, the woman, the naked woman stabbing a cop in the back multiple times and kicking Keanu's ass with such ferocity feels like a big swing. She's taking big swings with knives yeah. in her hands. Yeah. She's All a right. better case than Lori
4: Petty, I think. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, because Lori Petty isn't doing anything that's like out of what she's the done Lord before. Petty Handbook, right. If anything, yeah. it's like more subdued.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. She's less quirky than normal.
4: Yeah. She's
3: got her edges sanded off. Yeah. So yeah, so I what would... do you want to give this character? I'm
4: going a... to say a two. A
3: two. I will also say two. Two. I'm going to go three for Naked Shower Lady. Alrighty. She's great. Give her a spin-off. All right, next category witches. How witchy is this movie? Oh, there's something witchy to Bodhi. Yeah, this very spirituality guru, but then using it to like rob banks. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, how expensive is it to like not have a house and like travel? How much money do you need? Because they're saying they're taking this money to like fuel their escapades. Yeah. Is like skydiving that expensive? (laughs) <laughs> when you They're stop stealing that, so much money, they seem to like have their like renting planes and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know, I guess. I just, I, we didn't see as much of like what are they using this money for?
4: Just trip the trips around <laughs> the world, man, just to I catch those no. waves. Yeah, 50
3: year storms coming, and I will face it.
4: <laughs> I would say that there's one lady at the party who was kind of like waving her hands around at them, like, Oh, just yeah, kind of, yeah, that's right. She's got yeah. like, a wishy
3: energy, that's
4: right. <laughs> I I got some Stevie Nicks vibes a little bit. Absolutely. Definitely. I love a witch.
3: (laughs) But if you do, I wouldn't put this on a list of great witch films. No. (laughs) Unless it's pointy hat break. (laughs) Then it's something. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Write it up. Hey, busted tees, got another (laughs) shirt idea for
4: you.
3: 100% pure magic? Uh, yeah, so what do you want to give this for witches?
4: For Bodhi, I guess. I, I'm going to go up to a four. A four.
2: I was
3: going to go three. Three. I'm going to go four for Bodhi. All right. Giving it a 3.67. Pretty good, but one point lower than Anti Mame. <laughs> All right, our next category, gay actors playing gay roles. This one's going to be tough. Yeah. Not only are there no actual, actual, gay actual characters. There's, I don't know if there's anyone actually gay in this movie. No. there was no one I thought to Google, which is the first problem. <laughs> Usually there's at least someone like, let me check on that guy. <laughs> right. But didn't happen this time.
2: Yeah. Again, this is these are bonus. So if it gets a zero, it's not gonna like affect the score
3: negatively. Yeah, I'm at a zero. A zero. I will also go zero. Yeah, you gotta go zero. Well, you know what? Most movies do very poorly in this category. Mm-hmm. Do better, Hollywood. <laughs> all right next category themes of
2: mothers well they do sort of bond over tragically losing their parents it's not yeah. it's not exclusively mother but mother is part of parents
3: but also johnny utah's parents aren't dead but maybe just using the thought he says they're still alive when she asks him like oh, are your parents right. even dead
4: mother earth
3: mother earth that's Thank you. wow yes. okay Frank, pulling it out of the tank <laughs> We ever called frank the tank did you hate that
4: i did hate it yeah (laughs) in college but i did have a drinking problem so whatever
3: (laughs) oh is that what it refers
4: is that what that refers to oh (laughs) yeah i think it's from old school which is a movie i don't love but like it's it's yeah it's not a speaking of uh definitely not it didn't even i don't think it even was aged uh appropriately in its time either but uh (laughs) It's it's one of those, yeah, after that came out, there was a lot of Frank the Tanks, and I was like, no, oh, thank you. One
3: <laughs> well, thing I remember about that movie is, like, why is there a love story? No one's watching old school for the love story. It's the least funny part of the entire movie. <laughs> Just give us frat hijinks.
4: Then they were like, let's make wedding uh, crashers out of that <laughs> yeah. plot line.
3: Right. So what do you want to give us for themes of mothers?
4: Uh, Probably four.
2: Four. I was going to say maybe two, but then you brought out the Mother Earth
3: part and I'm going to go six. Wow. Three pole points for the entire planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll <laughs> give it a four. Given an average of 4.67, <laughs> 4. which is four points higher than I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Mm-hmm. All right, our next category, pearl clutching. Is anyone clutches their pearls? I do think John C. McGinley is wound very tight.
2: He's very It seems to be
3: very upset by everything they're doing.
2: They cannot do, they cannot catch a break from that guy. Yeah. Uh,
3: I think like those
2: every people, when they're being robbed, there's like, a, oh my goodness.
3: And when people bust into your house. Yeah. Yeah. That's I like the one person. woman who immediately just starts like hitting them with a the broom. And there's also oh, one yeah. woman who's holding She's like, not this week. comes around oh, and she just goes, yeah. ah! And throws up her laundry. <laughs> I thought that was very funny to me.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Because even then it didn't seem like pro clutching as much because they, they were more aggressive about it
3: that's true were more like, yeah. you can't do
4: that They're pearl like, throwing <laughs> right yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> if they were pearl throwing yeah exactly
3: look what you made me do to yeah. my necklace
4: <laughs> so i don't think there's there wasn't many like uh even like with johnny like even if he was like i quit the cops weren't like what you know like there wasn't any moment <laughs> like that where he gets to make a big speech about like you know what maybe bodie is right and like there's nobody being like whoa <laughs> right you know? yeah.
3: So, yeah, what do you want to give this for parole clutching? Give it a one. A one. I'll go two for all the bank robberies. Mm. I'll go two for all those people getting their house broken into. A lot of fun. All right, next one Quips. How quippy is this movie?
4: Lots. It's got some quips. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like there's a ton of um, quotes uh, from this movie.
3: Yes, sometimes Uh unintentional.
4: Yeah, yeah, I am
3: an FBI agent. One I really uh, liked was when uh, Gary Beast says, The air got dirty and the sex got clean. I wrote oh, that yeah. one down too. <laughs> I great. could
4: eat the ass end of a rhino, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And
3: also 100% pure adrenaline.
4: Yep. Yeah.
3: Lawyers don't surf. I guess we have an <laughs> asshole shortage. Yeah. There's also someone when like Keanu's trying to surf, someone, it just seems like an 80 yard line, but someone says, Go back to the valley,
4: man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and he aggressively cuts his cord
3: yeah if you want the ultimate you got to pay the ultimate price Can we use ultimate the one more cookie. time in that
2: sentence right
3: yeah it's pretty quippy yeah i wonder how many people have tattoos
4: of these quotes <laughs> <laughs> probably a lot i'm willing to bet there's probably if you go to a tattoo shop i'm sure it's in one of the books
2: there's got to be like, a point break like,
4: page yeah, uh, my here you go from our point break collection. <laughs> yeah, you go to the Santa Monica Pier, you're gonna find one uh, book with that.
3: Remember when everybody? That's where you had to go to buy a uh, porn star. Remember that brand, porn star T-shirts. <laughs> you had to go to San Monica or, or Venice, Bull, oh, like. Venice Beach. That's where you bought pool, porn star. Did they have those in Jersey? You remember porn star T-shirts? Porn star T-shirts. It was just a brand. They would just say porn star, or it'd be like a picture from like a 70s movie with like the words porn star underneath. it. Yeah.
2: Huh. I don't Maybe remember Maybe it's a West those. Coast thing. Maybe.
4: I mean, I I knew that. Oh, yeah. It was in Texas, too. West of the Mississippi, then.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> it was like with Big Johnson t-shirts.
3: I had a Big Johnson t-shirt, if you could imagine. I wore it to high school. Could you imagine? Now I'm <laughs> I, the one with shocking
2: t-shirts. Oh, my goodness.
3: <laughs> now you're teasing. Had, yeah, you're scandalizing the youth.
4: I got in trouble because at that time I wore, uh, there was a skateboard brand called Hookups that had, <laughs> uh, like, anime like women on it oh like yeah that, like, yeah yeah and it was provocative and i was told to turn my shirt inside out we can't Uh-oh. see
2: that
3: i don't need to see that but remember come
4: back <laughs> did
2: you do that or did you protest i i
4: i, I was like what what's wrong with i was that kid
2: <laughs> just want to have like, a conversation right yeah,
4: well, uh, <laughs> yeah i'm a free thinker i'm moving to austin uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you so want to so give us
3: quips yeah uh i would give it a nine A nine up there with Adam's family values. I'm gonna give it a seven. Seven, a little more grounded. Let's not get crazy. (laughs) Um, I'll give it a seven as well. Giving it a 7.67, which is one point higher than the Wizard of Oz. So Bodie's funnier than the Cowardly Lion we've learned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what that numbers don't lie. All right, not finally, second to final, we are into the iconic category. (music) So these are larger, more broader umbrella
2: categories. So we're back to zero to 100. You'll see. All right.
3: So the first one, how would you rate Point Break on a scale of zero to 100 in homoeroticism? Oh,
4: (laughs) 95.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's almost like a porn movie where like it's all, all the relationships are like a bill, you know, there's scenes before the sex, but instead of having sex, they surf. Right, they, t- yeah. they took
2: out all the sex scenes and put surf scenes.
3: Yeah, definitely that. But I think because there's
2: no actual,
3: like it's all subtext, I'll give it an 80. An 80. But they do refer to Johnny as young, dumb and full of cum. Mm-hmm. And this uh, (laughs) homoerotic. I mean, referring to a man full of cum? Great. Um, (laughs) uh, Also, they say, well, I know you, I think Bodhi says this. I know you want me so bad, it's like acid in your mouth. That's true. And then Johnny says, you got to go down. (laughs) No, I'm the dom. You're the sub. (laughs) Uh, I think it's pretty homoerotic. I am gonna give it a 90. It's a crackle. And I don't mean the streaming service. All right. Can in an 88.33 in homoeroticism, which is indeed the highest we've had in the <laughs> oh, last wow. 18 movies. But you know what? I think that's fair. Um, these are my mainstream movies we're talking about. We're not talking about uh, something from timtales.com. Half, some of the audience knows what I'm talking about. Not everyone does. Uh, let's move on. All right. The next category, over-the-top wardrobe.
4: Uh,
3: it's huh. pretty right at the level. Yeah, I
2: mean, Gary. That one T-shirt that Gary Busey was wearing did seem very like it called itself out.
4: But I did for think, the most um, part,
3: Lori Petty literally wears a towel over the top of her wardrobe but she's changing.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it is no. <laughs> something over the top. Gotcha. Literally over yeah. the top, yeah. All
2: right, so we'll give it a few more points for that. Well just, done, just Mark. A just a couple, a handful.
3: We can be generous. So we could say 125 this one time. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: interesting. I mean, Mark is willing to break the rules. Okay, sure.
4: The naked woman, I mean, that's no wardrobe, but it's uh, pretty over the She's,
3: top. Right? <laughs> there was something, too. You could tell like a woman, like he didn't feel like the naked, yes, she's clearly naked, but it also didn't. It wasn't like explicit in a, you know, yeah. it, was it was never like it was. framed to look hot. It was just, yeah, like, yeah. There was the, the action was happening.
2: It wasn't yeah. like let's frame this so it's sort
3: of it's a horny. It was definitely not was a horny like thing. Soap
2: coming off of her, you know, whatever. She yeah. wasn't going. Ooh, I'm <laughs> but, gonna stab that's you what guys so like bad. soap. They're
3: really the soap bubbles on women. Guys love bubbles. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Um, did you say what you're giving her for over the top wardrobe, Frank?
4: Oh, uh, out of, was that 100? Zero 100, to 100, yeah. Uh, I would say 30. 30. No, 20. 20.
2: I'll go
3: 23. 23. Yeah, it's not that. I'll go 22. Give an average of 21.67. And the last of the iconic categories, Camp Factor. How campy is Point Break?
4: Not intentionally. I mean, like, it's not. <laughs> but maybe. It's a no, little. Like you have bit, a character like, named
3: Johnny Utah. You
2: gotta yeah.
4: know what you're doing. Yeah. Like
2: Odie, like that. Those are very on the nose.
4: I like camp a lot, but I, I don't think it's like. It doesn't feel as campy as some of the other stuff that I would like maybe categorize at as camp.
3: Like some of the more canon films, perhaps.
4: <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, the Apple is one of the like it's sure it, a canon film, which is yeah. yeah.
3: One of the campiest movies ever made. Yeah. True. So it's has got to be would, top five. I would think.
4: Absolutely. So I wouldn't put it like in that category. I would say uh, I'm gonna But it's campier than
3: uh Fast and Furious.
4: Yes, definitely. So I would say a fifty for me.
2: Fifty. I don't know. There's something about it that the fact that they're like They're just like thrill seekers that use that to justify them, like robbing banks. There's stuff like it's really on the edge, I think, this movie. And I think it's fun. And I think they do a really good job of sort of living within that and having fun with it without going too crazy or totally getting ungrounded. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of just can't, I mean, like they're surfers who rob banks and go
3: skydiving. Like it's,
4: yeah,
2: it's ridiculous in very dramatic, yeah, well done ways.
3: Well bank robbers need to have like recreation too. They can't all what do you think (laughs) they do? Just go to the library researching safes?
2: Right, right, right. Which president do they want to be? (laughs)
4: You
3: know I'll go I'll go 79. 79. Uh, I got a quick list of campy things. Uh, Here we go. Anytime the movie title flies towards the screen, the name Johnny Utah, how Gary Busey jumps into a pool using regular speed sound effects over footage that's in slow motion, a gathering pieces of hair montage, telling someone, stay off my wave, being bullied in the ocean, a character named War Child, any movie where Patrick Swayze beats up a red hot chili pepper, waking up late and being able to laugh about it, someone losing their shit over newspaper comics throwing a dog at someone surfers are not loyal to the women in their lives this movie makes a great case that the self-professed spiritual gurus tend to be the biggest pieces of shit and finally gnarly deaths
4: wow yeah you made a great case i
3: think it's pretty campy we'll give it a 70 um but the action isn't campy all the action is like legitimately great and exciting so it's kind of a little bit of the best of both worlds
2: I so I mean, do you guys think that that foot chase scene is a little long? And I don't say that as a criticism. I like I think she knows like what she's doing, but it to me,
3: it just tickled me that it was still going. I guess yeah. I was never bored by it. You know, I one hundred percent agree with all of that. It was like different the whole time. Like, it would had like little like pieces within the bigger set piece. You know what I mean? They're like movements yeah. within it. Has yeah, anyone ever played like weak. a like a a point break video game? That would be a great level. <laughs> I don't think so, John. You need to watch They Live if you want to see. It, have you seen They Live if you want to see it, a very long fight scene? Oh um, yeah, it is. Oh, wild. that's that. Oh yes, I've heard of it. I would say this is like that one. That fight scene. I don't know if it's good, but it keeps going on, and it is like just kind of two guys punching themselves in the face over and over. Yeah. All right, all right. Finally, oh, got a sixty-six point thirty-three in cam factor, which is one point thirty-three points higher than the sound of music right. and Edelweiss. <laughs> all right finally we're into the crown
2: jewels so these categories we don't rate them we either all agree it does or it doesn't get the bonus there's no okay. ranking it it's just a all or nothing
3: all right the first one a 15 percent bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality well i don't think
2: this movie is homophobic i don't think it portrays homosexual portrays homosexuality so in yeah. that way i don't think we can really give it you. Yeah. i for once agree with you john for once
3: finally I think that's right. Frank, you cool with that?
4: I'm definitely cool with that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, man.
4: All right, Bodie. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, man, it's all good. Finally,
3: it's all good in the hood. Hang ten, brah. All right, finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is
2: not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points.
4: Yeah, it's not. (laughs)
3: Yeah, <laughs> Very good, thank you. Everyone chimed in. We all, <laughs> all right. We're, it's confirmed. It is not boat trip. All right, all right, that's it. We're done. So
2: Frank, now that we've been through it all, how do you still think the movie? How well do you think you did? Now, do you still think
4: your, your original assessment holds up? Uh, I actually think it's going to be higher than I thought.
3: Okay. okay, a dash of optimism. I love to see it. All right, I will tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible two thousand three hundred eighty-six point forty-three points. Point Break has scored 1,734.73, giving it a percentage of 72.68, making it the 23rd gayest movie Um. ever. Not as gay as Batman Forever, but gayer than The Beastmaster.
4: Oh my God. Yeah.
3: Well, Frank, you did it. You brought in a. We've been having a good run of movies lately. We sure have. This was another delightful one
4: uh, uh frank, just in time as my toddler is screaming in the background
3: perfect well maybe they think it deserves the 50 bonus <laughs> yeah. for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. is there anything you'd like to plug promote or shill for at this time
4: uh you could visit me on the socials at frank garcia hale uh that's h-e-j-l uh that's on instagram and twitter uh i wrote for a upcoming talk show hosted by randall park uh ooh. it's going to be six episodes it's on funnier die and roku roku exclusive ooh um, that'll be coming out in july and yeah you can check out my other my my two podcasts one is the canon canon which john has been on Mark gonna fun. have to get you on uh <laughs> yeah it's where we talk about uh the infamous 80s film company canon films which you had covered the apple uh which yeah. is part of that uh but yeah, there's a lot of Chuck Norris's and Charles Bronson's in there. Uh, is but Ninja
3: we, Three a uh, canon?
4: Yes, Ninja Three: The Domination. Ninja 3 absolutely is amazing. <laughs> it's yeah. So we 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 talk about these movies with kind of the lens of now as well. Like we know that it's a of its time, and there's a definitely a fan base for it that maybe doesn't like our podcast because we do look at it through that lens. <laughs> They
3: don't universally wow. adore this piece of shit,
4: right? I mean, we love the we love it because that we grew up with it. Yeah. But we do talk about it in a rational way as people living now. <laughs> like, sure, uh, but uh, but also, I uh, speaking. Of, yeah, I also host a podcast called The Smashing Pumpcast where we talk about uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, okay. today Heard is the greatest day I've ever known. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh but yeah that's that's uh so i have those two podcasts and, yeah as you said earlier scare package on shutter uh co-wrote and co starring that with noah segan who you might know from knives out uh, a lot of ryan johnson stuff um but yeah that's where you can uh check me out great Everyone awesome. check
3: all of that out uh thank you so much frank uh delightful guest yeah
4: thank you so much
2: so, yes, if you have any thoughts or questions, you can email us at 2Old Queens. That's TWOOldQueens at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought, uh, what we
3: got wrong. Or oh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2OldQueens, queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings.
2: Yes, and if you have a moment, if you could go over to iTunes and rate, uh, give us five stars and give us a little review. It really helps the algorithm, helps people find our show, and we really appreciate that. Uh, some other ways you can support the show is we have some merch. If you go over to T Public and search for Tool Queens, we got a lot of great stuff that you can buy for yourself and for your loved ones, a tote, a onesie, T-shirts, hoodies of all sizes and colors, and a percentage of all the proceeds go to the Oakwood Project. And we also have a Patreon for just $5 a month. You get an extra episode of this fun show where we do uh, – go through different movies and franchises and other fun projects.
3: And that's it. And that's it. We all, we'll see you next time. Do we know the movie for next time? No. Not yet. But we'll us figure it socials. out. You'll find out. Just follow us on the socials. Yeah, guys. Alright, we'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye!
2: <laughs> now it's time for credits. we got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and
0: Mike Rennie. Bye! Goodbye.